Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Deep Dive podcast. We missed you. It's been a while since um, we were able to meet together. Um, It's been an interesting 2020. We started the podcast, um, this Deep Dive podcast, in the middle of um, quarantine that most of our nation was experiencing across the country. And then we're here in Idaho. We're based out of Boise, Idaho. And we we became one of those red zone wild states. And everything got shut down. So we took a little bit of a break. Um, We're back in in in-person services. We still have online, Mm -hmm. um, but we're slowly getting back to our in-person. So we're excited to slowly get back to our deep dive podcast. So we didn't fall off the edge of the earth. (laughs) We didn't forget about you. In fact, um, we've been thinking about um, all of our listeners and just the importance, I think, of this podcast more than ever. And we didn't forget about the relationship series. That's where we left off at. We didn't forget about you. Um, we're coming back in, hopefully strong uh, today. And I hope you're going to be encouraged and excited about today's podcast. I have a very special guest today, um, which you haven't. We haven't. We we're trying to figure out. We haven't done a podcast together yet. No, right? This is the first one. So we're going to let you guess by his voice if you know who this special. <laughs> Mystery, mystery. I, I think we should just tell him. Mystery guest. Okay, it's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, my husband Garrison Pace. Thanks for having me. Excited of, to be here. Of course, babe. Like you are more than welcome to come anytime you want, but you didn't want to. I don't think for a while. Well, or... I think you didn't want to invite me. You weren't sure how it would go. With That's us on not the same true. Podcast. That's not true. I think um, you know we've been married for nine months. You guys, we got married. Um, on New Year's Eve of 2019, and then we had no idea we were going to get married into the quarantine of 2020. So yeah. we what joke that um, we'll be married for a year and a couple of months, but I think our marriage um, anniversaries will be like dog years. I think one mm. year counts for seven for us. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. It, it sure feels like that. <laughs> in a I'm good kidding, way. In a good way. Marriage is great. We're <laughs> loving it so far. Yeah. No, Quarantine, it's, COVID, and everything. Yeah. No, it's awesome. We, I mean, thank God we did. I think, if anything, we're just grateful we got married before yeah. 2020. And we didn't have to postpone a wedding or, um, like, yeah, change a venue. God, yeah. Or, like, we, we know many friends of ours had to, like, change their wedding date, cancel it, postpone yeah. it. Or completely redo how they did their wedding. And we even got X out of a few weddings. We were invited and got disinvited because they had to cut oh, down should, their should we name guest names? list. Probably Kidding. not. We won't sell the podcast. Jordan. Oh, stop. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but we, we love, love all of our friends. And um, we want to give a big shout out to all the 2020 newlyweds. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, if we can make it through 2020 in our first marriage, we can make Jeez. it 50 years, yep. you know? So anyway, that's kind of what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about relationships, yeah. healthy relationships, because, you know, nine months in, guys, we know everything. We have all the answers, so yeah. just <laughs> ask us whatever, whatever oh, mailbag, send those questions in. Because the mailbag, we have a mailbag, mailbag that's right. yeah. where they can ask questions. They yeah. just email in and then we answer because we're like... The experts now, right? right? That's what we're saying. Okay, if you don't realize, it, that's sarcasm. <laughs> we're joking. Um, but we have learned a lot. And yeah, um, and I feel like it's been just such a fruitful season. To be honest, I think having that quarantine season was good because it yeah. caused us and pushed us and forced us probably to learn, a to, lot really to learn things that maybe take other people a longer time to learn. So. Yeah. We learned. We learned that I'm really independent, and um, he's not That's so spirit. much. <laughs> it's a yeah, spirit. We're, we're working on it, guys. 
No, I was single till I was 39. This is also true. And so I am very used to being very independent, and I had to learn that that that's not how marriage works. Marriage. So, but I've but gotten I have better. Stuff that I am and did work through too. Well, obviously, so, yeah. Yours are more than mine. It, goes both ways. <laughs> it does. We both uh, learned a lot, but uh, we just want to encourage too um, all people who are in relationships. Yeah. Whether you're dating, maybe it's leading into marriage, maybe you yeah. are married, maybe you're yeah. newly married like us, or maybe you're still single um, and you're really looking for the right person that God has for you. I think there's yeah. principles that we can follow in any of those seasons. Mm-hmm. And that's been fun for us to kind of navigate through yeah. each of those sing- seasons, us being single, then we were dating, and then being engaged and then married. Hey, <laughs> we like marriage better than the previous. For sure. Ones because you know that's I think it's God's heart and desire. Yeah, covenant. Yeah, I yeah. Agree. So we want to talk about some healthy maybe dating tips yeah. or relationship tips. Yeah, um, good. You know, and I think we talked about them briefly um, months ago. You know, when we did this podcast, <laughs> uh, but we talked about you know some of those things like boundaries and accountability. But we really do want to talk about that together as a couple yeah. and get a female male perspective. Hopefully, it'll be yeah. helpful for you. So. Um, boundaries. What do you think about boundaries, that? Boundaries, yeah. I, I, I think they're important. <laughs> I think that's a good place to start. Um, yeah, I, I think I learned early on, yeah, the importance of boundaries. I'll say, too, coming from having not really dated in a relationship with Jesus, um, learning how to have strong boundaries was really important for me. I think, too, it really helped to, portray, uh, to protect my wife, Tracy, um, I'll say this too for the guys. I think having strong boundaries early on uh, will really help uh, whoever it is you're dating. It's going to help to give them number one security. Yeah. It's going to help them to feel safe. Um, I think that we had to learn that in a process. Um, but I think boundaries can be really uh, practical. I think boundaries for us when we started dating, I think it was simple things like, hey, babe, we need to have a curfew. Yeah. You know, I think early on we realized, hey, if we are, let's be honest, out past 10 o'clock, nothing great happens. And so I think that, you know, we had been given that advice. I think it was just that was a boundary we set early on. Let's not even give ourselves um, room to be tempted in those ways. So let's just set a boundary where after 10 o'clock, we're just going to go our separate ways um, and and keep it safe and keep it healthy. So I think practically, I do think that uh, as far as boundaries, I think uh, a curfew was really important for us. For sure. And I, you know, some people will look at that and be like, oh, that's kind of so. And that's so simple and so practical, but. Yeah. yeah. And, and some people look at that and think it's like really archaic. Like it's just totally. like so like Little House on the Prairie. Like you set boundaries. Are you also courting? Right. You know, like making it super weird. And it's like, no. I mean, the reality is if you want to be pure in your relationship and if you yeah. want to get to your you know, get into marriage already setting really good, a really good precedence for your relationship. And like you said, as the, especially for the guy to set some really strong boundaries, it does bring a lot of security and safety to the girl. Like I felt that. Um, but I think what's so important too about it is that, um, it, it helps you in all the other areas of your life, because if you can set strong, healthy boundaries and follow through and you're going to make mistakes and there's grace upon grace. Um, and there's going to be times that you, you know, push that curfew or you do something that you're like, Oh gosh, um, maybe that was a, you know, we got to be careful. 
it's healthy to recognize those things and have those boundaries. Sure. What happens is, and we know as pastors, people come to us and and say, oh gosh, we messed up, you know, and something happened. And I'm like, totally understand there's grace. And that's what was yeah. so great about following Jesus. But there's usually about 10 steps before the the problem. Right, yeah. There, and it's there's true. usually warnings from the Holy Spirit, like, okay, don't stay out late right. or yeah. don't. Um, you know, I remember Kelly, um, our lead pastors are my brother, Chris, yeah. and his wife, Kelly. I remember we went to a wedding and Kelly yeah. said... Be Gives careful. Heads up before, yeah. She's like, when you go to weddings, it stirs up all these emotions. Yep. So does. put up stronger boundaries tonight. And yeah. I remember thinking, huh? And she said this to me like before the wedding, and I was like, okay. And I thought that was super sweet of her. Like, what a good sister. Yeah. But it was true. Like it just like brings up these like feelings and emotions and yep. like love is in the air. And and it's true. Like we and we were good. I remember that night. It was like in something that you did as a great leader, you're like, okay, done taking you home like and I felt like that just having those kind of reminders which leads us into I think boundaries are really important so that these 10 steps leading up to it but also with boundaries you need accountability yeah absolutely because you and I can set boundaries and we can run all over them all day long right (laughs) no totally I for sure (laughs) I think yeah it's it's easy as a couple let's be honest when you are passionate about each other hopefully and you're attracted to each other I think that you do need outside accountability uh, that's just outside of you and who you're in relationship with. Um, I th- and somebody who's like, you know, I think a pastor is really good or leaders. Yes, totally. Somebody who has a good, healthy relationship. Totally, yeah. <laughs> Don't absolutely. pick your single friend to be your accountability partner per se. Right. <laughs> that might not be the healthiest accountability. Totally. Uh, and I think, yeah, early on, I, I remember going to your brother, our pastor, Pastor Chris, um, I went to Joel and Pastor Shane and a bunch of guys on staff. Yeah. That yeah, they were married, so they had already been through the dating season. Uh, they had really good insight for me as far as boundaries, but I also think I can remember. Um, I don't know if I can say this, but I remember the first time we were made out. Oh baby, uh, okay, let's not get too deep. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I remember accountable. I remember it was calling wonderful. Joel. It was great. <laughs> Table rock. Babe, you know. stop. I'm kidding. Too much information. <laughs> but uh, it was good. Uh, but I do remember calling Joel and just said, hey, Joel, this is what happened. You know, I just want to, and this might seem weird to some people, but I just said, hey, Joel, this is where we're at. Um, Trace and I, you know, we did kiss and there may or may not have been some tongue. I'm kidding, babe. <laughs> but there was. And I wanted to be accountable to Joel yeah. and these guys. So I was reaching out. Um, and I'll be honest, that for me was kind of tough at first, just being able to be open and honest and and have accountability, letting people in on our relationship that we could trust, um, that were pastors of ours. Um, but I do think that, yeah, having the right people that we let in early on, uh, and being accountable to those people was super important for me. Um, I know there was things that maybe I didn't do perfectly or I was unaware of. I think having guys like Joel and, and Pastor Shane and your brother, Pastor Chris, um, speak into those areas for me early on and hold me accountable and even mm-hmm. to a higher standard was really important for me too. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that brings such health to a relationship is knowing you can do it in community, yeah. like having community to help guide and to give wisdom and insight and that accountability. And to, yeah. like, especially those that have walked through it and have some experience, like, yeah. and that's what I experienced too from, you know, P 
people who are a little bit further along in the journey that mm-hmm. were able to give me like, okay, just be careful with this. And sometimes it doesn't totally exactly apply to your story because yeah. every story is different, different yeah. but it was helpful to have that safety yeah. and that comfort. And, you know, the Bible says there's safety in a multitude of counselors. Yeah. And I think we were really intentional, intentional about having that, yeah. which will set you up to win, not to fail. Yeah. And that's what you want in a relationship. A healthy relationship, you want to set yourself up for success. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways I think you do that is by having it within community. Yeah. I always am a little suspicious, to be honest, about couples and relationships that are very private. Yeah. And are sure. not like don't have a lot of community like not, not that we go around to everyone and tell everyone what's going on in a relationship right. but if you don't but have you need those people yeah if you yeah. don't have any other accountability or couples speaking into you um that can that can be an i think it could be at least a, a, a direct it can lead into an unhealthy yeah. Relationship, because I don't think God Absolutely. does a lot of stuff outside of community. He 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 wants us to grow in these things with community, with others, with people yeah. helping us guide us through these different things. Because God's goal is for healthy marriages. Yeah. Like He created it; it mm-hmm. was His idea. And so, wouldn't He want um, there to be within church, in particular, yeah. strong, healthy marriages yeah. that demonstrate um, who God is and mm-hmm. what He is He wants to do in and through. Marriage, which yeah. I think that always helped me because I've always believed. I mean, I remember reading The Meaning of Marriage by Tim Keller. Yeah, great book. Phenomenal. Yeah. I think if you're single, read it. If you're dating, read it. If you're engaged, yeah. read it. If you're married, read it. Yep. Basically, just read it. Yeah. Like, and multiple times. Right. I think it's, in my estimation, it's the best book that I've read on marriage, and especially in correlation with um, what it what it means in, in and through the gospel. Like. Yeah. Um, you know, the Bible starts with a wedding, you know, mm-hmm. in the, in the garden, it ends with a wedding in the book of mm-hmm. revelation. And that just shows you that marriage is absolutely and forever God's idea. Yeah. Like this is not just something that, you know, we have conjured up in our cultural traditions. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just a, something that's within our tradition. Sh- certainly all cultures all over the world have different expressions of right. how a wedding looks yeah. or even maybe how marriage rolls but ultimately and always it stems from and comes from God. And I remember um, reading The Meaning of Marriage years and years ago when I was single and being really um, enlightened to this idea that marriage is so much more about making us holy than Mm -hmm. happy. Mm -hmm. Like God wants to, and we learned this, nothing matures you quicker or faster (laughs) Um, and develops your character more yeah. or matures your character like marriage. It's true, yeah. Just redating. I yeah. mean, the oh, first yeah. thing we'd always say is it's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's like, like looking mirror. in a mirror. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, all of my flaws. Yep. Insecurities. Yep. And Issues. your blind spots. They get exposed yep. and it's like a magnifying mirror. Like yeah. those are terrifying, right? Like yeah. you see all your pores and you're like, I didn't do And you instantly think, is this what people see? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what relation, I think that's what a good relationship does yeah. because God does want to, um, reflect Refine. his gospel through yeah. a holy marriage, yeah. but that's going to require work yeah. on our part. And that's going to require us being like willing for God to work out some of the character stuff. So I think yeah. one of the things we learned through dating into engagement, into marriage was 
it wasn't this easy breezy like oh my gosh like we're right. holding hands skipping through sunflower fields yeah. like we never did it that. was that at times we we held hands and skipped. Not literally, I mean oh. figuratively. Yeah. Yeah, you have great. It moments. wasn't all bad. No, it wasn't all bad. Oh, I but, thought you were, yeah. but I think people get this conjure up this sure. idea that like when you meet the right person, it's, it's perfect. And that's easy. what I felt like Tim Keller's book does so well. Is it 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 makes a statement. I mean, it's a heading in the book that says you never or you always marry the wrong, the wrong person. person. Yeah. Basically meaning there is no right person. Sure, yeah. Who you marry becomes the right, the right person for you to develop what God has for you. If you're going around looking for this perfect right person, yeah. you'll be searching for the rest of your life yeah. because both of us know we know God brought us together, but we both are very intimately aware of our own flaws and each other's flaws. Yeah. And we're not perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I like I like what you said too about how it, it is a mirror. And I I do feel like and that was something I was even surprised by when we first started dating was I was unaware of a lot of the flaws and even insecurities and and I'll be honest, things from my past that I didn't mm-hmm. know I hadn't worked through. And I remember when we first started dating, yeah, there there was stuff that came up and um I had to deal with that. And I I'm really grateful for relationships because like you said, I do think that God uses it. I think he uses it to refine us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think for me, there was, yeah, there was a lot that I think we both had to work through together. Uh, but I think that's the beauty of relationship is um, it, it does help us to grow and to stretch and to look hopefully more like Jesus. Right. And so I would just say to anyone that's maybe in a relationship, I love what you said too, babe. Uh, it's never going to be perfect. It's not always going to be easy. I think that people sometimes feel like there is a red flag when things get difficult or challenging or there's obstacles or maybe your spouse isn't ex- or your, your current relationship isn't the exact person you thought it would be. That ultimately doesn't mean it's it's not God. I think that more often than not, it just means God is working things out in us. And I think you and I can agree that's a continual process right. from dating to engagement to being married God has been and is working things out in us because ultimately when he grows us, it grows our relationship. Right. And so I think that that is the beauty of being in in relationship is you do see, it is hard. You see things in you that you didn't see, you didn't know. But the beauty is that God uses that to refine and to grow you and each other for the relationship. For sure. And I don't think we should be afraid of that. Yeah. And that's, I think the culture that we have been raised in mm-hmm. is this fairy tale we're going to meet someone and they're going to complete me right. and they're going to take away all my fears insecurities and worries and mm. that scares me because maybe that's why we have a marriage problem sure in the church yeah and outside of the church but yeah. certainly even in the church i mean the divorce rate is astronomical yeah. within the church why maybe part of it stems from we're going into marriage expecting this person to fulfill yeah. me and make me complete. Only yeah. Jesus can do that. Yeah. But together we can be refined right. and we can let God mature our character and sure. ref, like, you know, smooth out the rough edges and um, let, let each other be a mirror for the things that we got to grow in. And then we get to together. Yeah. We get to build his kingdom and demonstrate the beauty of the gospel because, sure. and Tim Keller says this, He says, marriage was designed to be a reflection of the saving love of God for us in Jesus Christ. That is why the gospel helps us to understand marriage and marriage helps us to understand the gospel. Mm. 
Like it's always our marriage. And this is something that we prayed from the beginning is that our marriage and our relationship would be one that points people to Jesus. That's like, is part of, uh, it's a reflection of the gospel. And we realize that marriage is making us holy and happy. I mean, we're happy in our marriage and God wants you to be, you know, have fun and laugh and have a joy filled marriage, but he also wants you to be holy. Holy, Yeah. As he's holy, and mm-hmm. he uses one of the great vehicles and tools he uses to do that is marriage. And so, yeah. yeah, I think even for maybe for some of you that are out there and you're discouraged in your relationship, maybe even in your marriage, and you've maybe even questioned, like, did I marry mm. the right person? Oh, yeah. And I just want to say, when you married and chose the person you married, you they married the person. The right person yeah. um, and maybe this is a season that you really ask God to, for both of you, maybe you together come together and go, okay, let's let God show us areas we need to grow in. I think people are afraid of counseling. I think marriage counseling is great. Yeah. Um, I think any sort of, there's so many great resources too, to help you strengthen your relationship. We put so much, um, think about this. We put a lot of money, time, and energy into our bodies, how we look, what we eat, um, like our house, making our house look perfect, our clothes, what we wear. I don't think like marriage and marriage counseling and marriage resources is like in the (laughs) top top five of like, it's not an economy booster by any means. Yeah. But isn't that crazy? We've like kind of shun counseling. It should. I'm even just books and resources and taking classes and- I mean, just in general, we don't tend to like try to learn more. Right. We just think what well, we're pretty good. But I think we <laughs> always have things that we need to grow and learn. And, you know, we had wonderful premarital counseling with yeah. the best pastors, Pastor Judah and Becky Fuquay. Yep. We laughed like nonstop. We right. had great resources and they took yeah. such great time to um, even be with us. And they still check in with us. Like yeah. they'll just the check in and how's it going? Yeah. Thinking about you. Any questions you have? It's just really cool. Like, yeah. Um, And once again, to remember that you're not supposed to do it alone. And if you are struggling in your relationship and particularly a marriage or a dating relationship, or maybe wondering if this relationship is supposed to go into marriage, please don't feel like you have to navigate that alone. Mm, Go to your pastors or leaders and, um, you know, get some books, get the meaning of marriage by Tim Keller. Read it. You can, uh, I read it. My husband did the audible version. See, if you don't like to, you know, if you don't want to read, get the audible. Um, and it just give yourself an opportunity to let God speak to you and speak to your marriage because, or your relationship, because he wants to reflect his gospel through it, which means there's going to be some stuff in me that has to Mm. get changed, Yeah, which is for me, I've had to learn to be less independent. (laughs) I have to agree. (laughs) For instance, you want some examples? Okay. I'll give them to you. Thanks for asking. One of the things that was so interesting, I never thought was a big deal Mm. was, you know, I've was single for a really long time. I'd do whatever I want whenever I want, right? Because mm-hmm. I could. When we right, got married, sense. the littlest thing, which I did not think was a big deal, I typically, after I you know, have a long day at the church or be working in my office or whatever, on my way home is my mom and dad's house and my brother Two easy stops. and sister with all of my adorable nieces and nephews that I am obsessed with. So a very typical stroll drive home was... I'd stop and see the kids. Like I would just like pop Which in. Created some drama. <laughs> I didn't realize it was such a big deal. Because you weren't great at communicating. I wasn't great at communicating. Because you didn't care totally. if I stopped. You just wanted to like 
me to be like, hey, heads up. I just wasn't used to that. I was like, what is the big deal? Yeah. But that is something that I've had to learn. Like that meat, that matters to you. Right. Which is interesting because I didn't even know that that was something that was important to me. I think that's funny is once you do get in relationships and even when you get married, you realize there's certain needs that you have yeah. and things that do make you feel safe and protected and intimate and close with your spouse. Um, and that was a funny thing. I mean, you know, that was something so simple where, yeah, Trace would come home from, from church. She would stop at <laughs> mom and dad's, you know, Pastor Ken and Connie. She'd stop at brother and sister, Pastor Kristen Kelly, <laughs> and and she'd want to see all the all the kids. And so, and I think that was great. But for me, I just wanted to know, hey, babe, just let me know. <laughs> that you're stopping and then you're coming home. And it was so simple. And I remember Trace came home one time and I was so mad. I'm like, babe, why can't you just call me and let me know that you're stopping and then you're going to come home? And I was like, what's the big deal? Yeah, I and just it was like, stopped I, I just, to see I them. just wanted communication. I wanted you to be honest. And I think it was because, you know, I mean, obviously I love you. I wanted to know what was going on. But that is like a small example of, of something that in marriage does come up that you're not aware of before. And I think it's also really important to be able to express those needs For that sure. you have. Or I'm like, babe, I don't know why, but I just feel like I needed a phone call before you got back home. Could you just call me and let me know when you do go to your brother's or, or mom just, and you like just text. Yeah. And we, yeah. I've gotten better at that. You have gotten really good. Yeah. So now I like, <laughs> I'm teasing. You do great now. Sometimes I still forget. It's just, it's, it's a new habit and yeah. a new rhythm. Totally. And, um, yeah, so it, I think that's just so typical in marriage. Let's talk about yeah. something you did bad. Why are we oh, talking well, about my fault? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. So, <laughs> oh, really? What do you got for me? <laughs> I'm sure I could think of some. <laughs> Let's keep it off the podcast. Huh? <laughs> no, but I mean, we both. Um, do, and that's the thing. Do I, you want me to talk about something? Is you, that got, what you got one? Well, if I you know reach really deep in the bag, I could probably think of something. Um, no, I mean, I think there's... Oh my gosh, that's funny. I think there's a lot of stuff that has come up in marriage for me. Um, I think that... You can't even think of one. This man, is like... Can you give me any... I mean... Um, well, I, mean, no, I know there's a ton. I'm different, trying to think of a good, I think practical... One of, yeah, like, that's what I'm trying to think too. Like one of the things for us is like learning our love languages, which we've probably talked about before, which oh, is yeah, really about funny. Because he's quality time, yeah, which is... Which I had no idea. Which is why I think he needed me to call or text right. him because I'm not quality time. It's not even on my radar. Right. Like when I do the love language test, that doesn't even show up. <laughs> it's at the bottom. Because I'm not quality time. When you're independent and but single... you have gotten more... Which is weird because yeah. now I... It's kind of growing. It, it'll grow. It's yeah. growing a little bit. I'm acts of service. Yeah. So I would get really frustrated when I was super exhausted and would be doing all these things and I would come home and like the one thing that would I would like, want quality time. You would want yeah. quality time and I just wanted you to remember to take the trash out. Yeah. Like, and I think there was like six straight, six straight weeks the that you just fights. completely forgot. And I was like... <laughs> It's all I want. I totally. don't, but, but, and then we had to learn through too, like call or acts of service. It doesn't count when I tell you to go take out the garbage. Mm -hmm. That doesn't count for me. It counts when you just remembered to do yeah, it and I'm I didn't learning. have to remind. Yeah. You and know, that's something, well, and now you do really great. Like I'll, you know, like I'll, we have pretty much the same schedule now, but like some days I have some stuff that you, office meetings or like whatever you don't and I'll come home and you did the dishes yeah. and I'm like oh my gosh my love tank is full <laughs> yeah. from the dishes it's just learning those little things so I do think the love language test is really I helpful. think it's helpful well yeah because I would say I didn't 
like you said, babe, I had no idea it was quality time. So at the beginning of our marriage, I realized that that affected me more than I thought because you had a really busy schedule, full-time ministry. Um, you had to stop and see your kids, you know, Kristen <laughs> Kelly's, talk to your parents. So I think for me early on, I realized, holy cow, I took the test and everything. Oh my gosh, I'm quality time. That's one of my highest besides physical touch. And I remember thinking, well, this makes sense of why my love tank doesn't feel full. <laughs> it was because I didn't feel like we had that quality time. And I think we've grown in that a ton. I think that we've gotten really good at communicating each other's language. I think that the tendency is, oh, I'm quality time. So that's what I'm going to give my spouse and assume yeah. she's going to be fulfilled because I'm meeting what I think should be her. Yeah, because we language. often we often speak our language you, yeah. instead of speaking their language, which is just natural. It's the yeah. human condition that I'm going to I'm going to do stuff for you because I think that's just going to make your heart just feel like butterflies, you right. know, and you're like, I don't care if you but picked they, up my yeah, laundry and did my laundry. Them. That does nothing for you, but it yeah. would do everything for me. It was learning to like the quality time. Because my gosh, did we not have enough quality time during COVID? Like, I feel like we had to have filled we your love have, tank for years. We might have had too much quality <laughs> we were time. quarantined for months. Yeah. I think we both got cured from that. But no, I, so. I just, I do think that's been really cool watching that grow in both yeah. of us and to encourage people like that's going to continue. And we're nine months in guys. So, I mean, obviously we're, yeah. we have all the answers and we've. <laughs> We, Clearly we, we are extroverts. Yeah. They're like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I know. But we are honest and transparent and vulnerable yeah. with each other. And no, we're very, I, this is what I love about our relationship is that, and especially what I really love and appreciate about you is that, um, we know we're not perfect right? and we don't come into this relationship or even a situation or a conflict or, and think we we're have both, all the answers. Yeah, yeah, that we have it, that we know. Like, we're both very honest with the fact that we, okay, this might be something that we need to grow in. Yeah. And we need some, maybe some resources, some tools, and even some outside perspective. Counsel, yeah. And, um, and neither of us are the type that's like, we, we are not above that. Right. We both know that if we want to have a healthy, thriving marriage and relationship that points people to Jesus and the gospel, then we're going to need for sure. We're going to need resources. We're going to need it, people. Yeah. We're going to need community um, to do it really, really well. So, yeah, absolutely. like, so far, so great, right? <laughs> so far, we're doing good. Nine months in, babe. I still love you. You still love me. I know. And, you know, we're going to have our one year anniversary oh, wow, in 2020, you know, end yeah. 2020, New Year's Eve. So, if, huh. you know, you'll never forget our anniversary, guys, New Year's <laughs> Eve. The New Year's Eve that set the world on fire. But yeah, nonetheless, it was all downhill after our, our wedding. It's part of the COVID and you know what I mean. Not our quarantine. marriage. Our marriage but, is great. It's been but, thriving. But <laughs> for the most part. Just kidding. It's so healthy and strong. Uh, oh, you great. guys, you need to send us all your questions because we have <clears throat> all the answers. Yeah, but clearly. But we really do believe in um in growing yeah. healthy marriages. Our world needs it. The church yeah. needs it. Really, absolutely. And we think dating is awesome. Mm -hmm. Do it with great boundaries and accountability. Um, don't be nervous to yeah. like ask someone out. I think that that's, I think we're getting out of that. I'm really proud. You look at our community now, a couple years everyone's, ago, no one would date. Dating, yeah. Now, we almost went to the, I'm, I'm, are we, is the pendulum swinging? The like yeah. everyone's dating. Yeah. No, but it's awesome. We have awesome couples in our church yeah. and we're really excited to see. 
um, how God demonstrates like yeah. his goodness, his love, his gospel through healthy marriages. We have a lot of dating couples. We're waiting for the marriages. Hey, Where are the weddings? Like, yeah. and you know, ask us to premarital counsel. Just kidding. We don't want to do your premarital. <laughs> yeah. We got checked we just, off the list. We there. just, we just want to be at your wedding. We just want to be invited. Cause we're really excited yeah. for what God's going to do in and through healthy yep. relationships. There's a difference between healthy and unhealthy. So, absolutely. but you know what, how do, how do you have a healthy relationship? You have to be healthy. Right. We even talked about this last night. Like, for us to keep growing, even in ministry, we have to, first, you have to be healthy individual. Yeah. We have to have our spirit and our devotion and relationship with Jesus mm-hmm. first, and mm-hmm. then it helps our relationship thrive. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's really important, too. We talked about that even yesterday. Mm-hmm. You just said we had a conversation, and I think that that's something really important to always remember is the, the great part about having a Jesus-centered relationship is you don't have to rely on your spouse or nor should you for them to fulfill every need you have. I think that's so important to remember too is God is first your primary source. So if you're looking for your spouse to fulfill every need you have, to meet every expectation you have, you're always going to be upset. You're Mm -hmm. always going to end up frustrated. I think something that I'm really having to learn and grow in is, okay, I need to keep this the strongest, and uh, the most foundational is Jesus is at the center of our relationship. And if there is conflict or there is a challenge, um, you're not the problem. The problem's the problem, but we need to take that to, you know, to God together. And if it's in prayer or get into the word Mm -hmm. and and God speaks to us, um, I think that is really helpful to keep a thriving, healthy, strong relationship that God is at the center. Absolutely. I love this. Bishop T.D. Jake said, a half of a man and a half of a woman equals a half of a marriage. So if you're single and you are, you know, dreaming of this perfect person, Mm. you know what you do right now? You grow what's on the inside of you. You work on your character. You work on integrity. You make sure you have your ducks in a row, that you are you have a thriving, flourishing relationship with Jesus. If yep. you're married and you feel like your marriage is struggling, stop trying to change the other person and start right. having a thriving, flourishing yeah. relationship with Jesus. Totally. And pray for your spouse to yeah. have the same thing and watch it's your relationship your yeah. just thrive. Absolutely. And flourish. So I, Yeah, I think we, we could both agree that when we're the healthiest and strongest is when I think we both are healthy and strong in a relationship first with Jesus. Mm-hmm. When that relationship is right, it's amazing how everything else lines up, especially in your marriage. For sure. So the point to all of this is just love Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Keep loving the Lord. Serve him with all your heart. Yeah. Uh, don't neglect time with God. Yeah. It'll help you if you're single, dating, married. married. Yeah. Um, if you've been longing for your spouse, just keep your eyes on Jesus. If you're married and your spouse has not complete, does not complete you or meet all these expectations, yeah. keep your eyes on Jesus. That's great. Yeah. The answer is always and forever will always be Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Awesome. Well, it's really good, babe. I, I mean, I think it is. I think we're really going to encourage people today. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just excited to be on the, this podcast. I for the know. First time. You, I'm glad you finally invited me. You're really good. I'm definitely going to invite you it's, back. I'm kind of, it's kind of a different vibe. It's yeah, but it's kind of fun, right? Radio, you know, yeah. yeah. It's like we're just sitting here having a conversation, but yeah, everyone's but listening. But everyone can hear. I know. It's great. All right. Well, you guys, thanks for joining us. We love you guys. We really do. And hey, send in any questions that yeah. you have to our podcast or um, any more questions on relationships. We're excited to be back with the Deep Dive podcast, and we can't wait to be with you again soon. Love you guys.
Hey everyone, thanks for being with us today. We hope that you were encouraged. We want to remind you, subscribe to our podcast. You can be listening in every week. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media. We have our Instagram at Capital Young Adults. We also have our Facebook page. We'd love if you would follow us on there. And also, if you have any prayer requests, we want to be praying with you. Shoot us a direct message or an email. That way we can be praying with you in this time. We love you guys. We hope you have the best week and we can't wait to be back with you this time next week. 